0: Touch with technology with TechStuff from HowStuffWorks.com.
1: Hey there, and welcome to TechStuff. I'm Jonathan Strickland. And
0: I'm Lauren Vogelbaum. Wait,
1: whoa, 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 whoa! What happened?
0: Uh, you asked me to come onto the podcast in order to do a follow up to our 2014 predictions episode, and I said yes, and we've been sitting across from each other for actually several minutes, so I'm not sure why you're so surprised.
1: Uh, it's CES. I don't. I don't even know what my own name is anymore. I just say I'm Jonathan Strickland because that's literally what's on my screen in front of me. I I, I am a trained monkey at this point.
0: Well, I'm I'm glad that you're keeping good notes at the very least. But yeah. yes, hello, Tech Stuff listeners. I am so glad to be back talking again today. I don't even know what to do without a third person sitting around this podcast that, table that's anymore. That's in
1: reference to forward thinking, where yeah. we have a, a three person show. If you haven't checked that out, you should definitely check that out. Lauren is a. A a, a very important part of that team. She's the one who makes sure that the (laughs) things we say aren't entirely wrong.
0: Uh, I also crack really inappropriate jokes, usually about bacteria.
1: Yeah. We, we, everyone's got their job. Joe's the axe man. You know, (laughs) he's the one who wields the axe. Yes, yes. This is absolutely true.
0: true. (laughs) We have, we have a mystical axe over there. Right.
1: But to learn more about that, go check out that show. Like Lauren said, today we are going to look back on the predictions we made. And during the 2014 Predicto Rama. And, uh, we like to really look at each one, kind of see how well we did, you know, kind of explore what actually unfolded in the year. Obviously. Predicting stuff is tough, right?
0: Uh, Yeah, I think that most of this episode is going to be devoted to precisely how wrong we were. Yeah,
1: or or hedging around a lot. (laughs) Like, well, if you squint and you tilt your head, we're kind of right.
0: It's not entirely inaccurate.
1: So why don't you start us off? I've got our, our predictions written down essentially in the same order as we made them in the original show.
0: Alright, uh, the first one that we've got here, uh, I, I said that 2014 would be the year that Facebook would go into serious decline and that Twitter would see more daily action than Facebook.
1: Yeah, um, well, here's the thing, uh, Facebook certainly was starting to plateau because once you have a billion people in your, you know, customer base, it's hard to add to that. You
0: start running out of people. Right, yeah, yeah there's
1: not, you know, there's like 4.4 4 billion people who don't have access to the internet. They are, <laughs> they are already outside of your area mm-hmm. to grab, right? Um, but it, it, it's growth didn't stop. It did slow.
0: Yes. Uh, it, it certainly did not decline.
1: No. Um, maybe with certain demographics, there were a lot of stories about how young people were either abandoning or never adopting Facebook, right? They were mm-hmm. going for these other hits.
0: Straight for other sites. Yeah. yeah.
1: But um, but, you know, even then it was more like growth rates were really small, not 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 disappearing.
0: And uh, yes, and their CFO, David Warner, in fact, refused to break out the data for for the specific levels of usage across age brackets. Yeah, yeah, he,
1: so, was, he was asked point blank and he said, mm, we don't have that for you <laughs> or either that or we're not go- we're not ready to share that at all.
0: And interestingly, Twitter's growth also slowed a little bit, uh, although it was still growing faster than Facebook. Right. So I was almost not entirely totally wrong.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, let's see. I'm, I'm looking through the box here of things that have to be awarded to people after oh. each one. Oh, that's you know, right. We had the squids before. Uh-huh. Uh, you get, uh, apparently it's the awesome mixtape from Guardians of the Galaxy, but it's been taped over.
0: Oh, yeah. What has it been taped over with?
1: It sounds like it's Barry Manilow played at the wrong speed. Oh. Yeah, so that's what you get. That's yours.
0: That's, oh, oh well, thank you, Jonathan. Oh, yeah, I mean, you know. I'll I'd, cherish it.
1: For minutes. In a fire. Yeah, that's probably the best place to cherish it. <laughs> uh, my, my first prediction was that we'll see more social media platforms that allow users to post messages that only exist for a limited time before being deleted. So things like Snapchat. But we didn't really see anything as high profile as Snapchat.
0: Yeah, nothing else really came up. I mean, of course, Snapchat did continue to be popular-ish. Yeah,
1: and had some massive, massive PR issues. I mean, there was a hack that got access to a lot of user data from Snapchat. Uh, the Snapchat CEO had some personal emails that leaked out that were incredibly misogynistic and awful. Yep, um, and, uh, a yeah. bunch of,
0: a bunch of apps came out that uh, allow you to save images sent to you in Snapchat. Right, yes, which the, kind of defeats, defeats the, the purpose. entire purpose yeah. of Snapchat. Now there were some, terrible people.
1: Yeah, there That is true. That is completely true. There there were some other ones like uh, there's one called Wicker that allows people to use uh, to send pictures, texts, video. Uh, that has a self destruct feature for those messages. Stealth Messenger is another one, and that. Quote unquote burns messages after a given amount of time. Flammo was another one. <laughs> uh, denote and confide also let you send messages that only stick around until they are read and then they disappear. But none of these got traction the way Snapchat did. So I think while technically I could say, yes, we saw more social platforms. We didn't see a lot of them. So I'm not going <laughs> to really consider that. So I get, oh, oh. Apparently I get a, a plastic lay from Hawaii with uh ninety five percent of the flowers missing. Oh. So that's, well, that's
0: that's kind of really it's
1: plastic tubing with a couple of petals on that's it.
0: That's sort of minimalist. Yeah. I that's kinda nice.
1: I guess, you know, if you want to be all hipster ish. <laughs> all
0: right. My next one was that um uh price over quality will dictate consumer purchasing decisions in 2014 and that uh therefore apple would lose uh market share to android as part of that.
1: This is a hard one because uh, we find, uh, finding definitive yeah. market share numbers I, I mean,
0: mean a lot of a lot of companies put out uh kind of suspected Numbers yeah. and proposed reports, but they don't always come right out with how they arrived at those numbers. Yeah,
1: sometimes they'll do things like they'll analyze traffic and mm-hmm. they'll see, all right, well, this much traffic came from windows based machines and this much traffic came from apples based machines. So extrapolating from that data, we assume the market share is this, but that just assumes that the, the uh, browsing habits of both populations are exactly the same, right? Right. What if, what if apple uh, Apple folks just don't go on the internet very much. Yeah, well,
0: maybe all we do is play Bejeweled. That might mean
1: that you would get wrong answers. Anyway, the reason why we say that is because it's it's tough to say. I mean, it is true. Android definitely has the market share over over uh iOS.
0: Oh I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, according to a July twenty fourteen report from BGR, mm-hmm. Android had sixty one point nine percent of the U.S. market share. As opposed to Apple with 32.5.
1: Yep. And then if you look at glo- uh, internationally, we're talking 82.7% market share for Android. That's huge. Um, that's in China specifically and then 73.3% in Europe. Uh, but when the iPhone 6 came out, you know, because oh, Apple yeah. does that.
0: Yeah. That's, that's bound to have had an impact on the numbers and it did. Yeah. Uh, worldwide Android dropped about 2.6%, uh, but was still in the majority with 69.4%. Yeah, So
1: yeah, exactly. So, I mean, maybe the whole lose market share as Android uh, became part of this. It, it's tough to say. I mean, it, it, to, to do a full year analysis, you'd have to take a look at this. I would say that more or less... Uh, the iPhone six got people to come back because of the dramatic redesign. Mm-hmm. Like it was such a departure. We had gotten used to the iPhone just looking a little different each year. Uh-huh. It had been a while since they had really gone back to truly redesigning that. So, um, I I think that might have had something to do with it. At any rate, I, I think this one's about half right, half wrong. Maybe maybe seventy percent right, thirty percent wrong. Because really, Android still is dominant. So let me just root around in here. Ah, here we go. Here's a stretch Armstrong. Um, already stretched out. No. Yeah. Well. But but yeah, I mean, otherwise it's fine. He's not okay. broken or anything. He's just got really long arms.
0: That's that's I like long arms.
1: That's good. You know, uh, that's the, I always like getting a hug from someone with
0: oh, long right. arms. Right. Oh, nice. Right. Right. It's 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 like it's like a, a big human cephalopod. That's
1: creepy. All right. So, uh, going <laughs> back to mine, I said that smart TVs still won't take off in 2014. Largely due to the lack of a standardized experience and that console and set top boxes would still be more popular choices for consumers. Okay, what I didn't think about, cause, cause here's, here's my deal. I didn't consider the fact that if television manufacturers only make smart TVs,
0: then technically they'll be selling more smart TVs, right? Because
1: that's the only choice you have.
0: Yay! I
1: didn't think about that, which, yeah. which in retrospect seems obvious. <laughs> um,
0: I don't know. I, I didn't. I really didn't think I was with you on this one. I believe, yeah. and I really didn't think that that many more manufacturers were going to start uh, integrating that necessarily. Yeah,
1: you know? I didn't either because I had seen so many, um, lackluster. Huh. implementation just trying to come right, up with a right. word that didn't have a swear in it uh but, <laughs> but at any rate well smart tv sales didn't exactly skyrocket but they definitely didn't hurt either mm-hmm. uh and consoles and set-top boxes are still doing all right it's it's just it wasn't it wasn't like a complete um a pretty picture like i was saying in my mm-hmm. prediction so i was kind of in the same boat like 70 percent right 30 percent wrong somewhere around there so uh, I get 70% of a sandwich. Oh. I have no idea how long that's been in here.
0: Oh. Mm. Well, that's shady, and I wouldn't recommend eating it.
1: No, I, I think I'm just going to put that next to the lay and just, just forget about it for now.
0: That sounds like a good plan. We'll, right. we'll call in a hazmat team as soon as possible. Uh, my next prediction was that fitness trackers would really take off in 2014, like, beyond early adopters to the mainstream. Like, mm-hmm. I, I believe that, like, your grandma and your cat are going to have a fitness tracker, which is, I I think, is what I said.
1: Yeah, and I think uh, you were right. I mean, the, the ownership <laughs> of fitness devices doubled in 2014. Whew. So now it was no longer that health nut down the street who... Mm-hmm. Who gets all the it's gear. It's not that
0: marathoner that you know. it's Right.
1: Now it's like everybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm wearing one right now.
0: I'm so. only not because mine was out of batteries today.
1: Oh, so you had to charge it. Yeah. yeah. Mine charged mine last night. So yeah. it's the same sort of thing. Uh, yeah. Uh, and in fact, I had added on to your prediction. I had said that wearable computers in general would get a big boost in 2014. Fitness trackers being in the lead.
0: Uh, uh-huh. and you were also correct.
1: Yeah. It turns out that, uh, Business Insider was saying that the market for wearables doubled in 2014, not just for fitness, but for everything. And plus Apple announced its smartwatch. Finally. Yeah. We won't be able to get our hands on it till 2015.
0: Right. Uh, but okay. So, so doubled. Give me an idea of the numbers yeah. behind the word double.
1: Yeah. Cause that, that could mean like there were 20 last year and now there are 40. That Ooh. would not be that exciting. No, no. 2.5 billion to 5 billion that's Ooh, that's a big amount of money
0: that is um, not small and it's no. just
1: gonna keep getting bigger yes so uh because we both were totally spot on we both get uh looks like a new fitbit oh no wait these are these are the old ones that cause you to break out oh but Aww. it's still it's new ish to <laughs> us
0: <laughs> hey and i uh, i don't have an allergy to whatever semi-precious metal was causing that problem yeah if, so... it, was, if
1: it was nickel i'm in bad <laughs> big big trouble but all right um. Uh, no. No. I had another one because I kind of added on to yours. That wasn't officially mine.
0: That no, was a piggyback.
1: Yeah. This one is that I said NFC technology would still not take off in 2014. Uh, now I specifically was referring to the United States.
0: Oh, right. Because as opposed to Europe, where and it it's took off around, a long time yeah, ago. It's, no worries. Yeah, they, yeah. They're
1: wondering <laughs> what we're doing and whether or not we will ever discover fire. Uh, but yeah, Apple pay was announced. And of course, uh, the new Apple iPhones have NFC technology built into them, mm-hmm. which was a huge departure.
0: Yep. Yeah. You know, it's
1: first time Apple had done that. But even so, while there was some excitement around it, I still think it hasn't truly taken off.
0: I think it's more rare than than not or more rare than common, rather, to find a a, a store that has a terminal for, yeah. for NFC.
1: Well, especially, well, at least in our area. Anyway. Sure. I mean, sure. maybe in some parts, like maybe in New York City, you go down and there's like, you know, New York City, with their half loon ways. <laughs> <with> <laughs> Southerners coming out of me. Uh, but you know, they, they may have NFC. Uh, uh, places like, you know, lots of places that accept NFC as a matter of, um, a manner of payment. Um, but, you know, here in Atlanta, we hardly ever see it. I don't think it's, it's as common. I think Apple is, their push is really helping in a way, but you have a note here specifically that kind of points out uh something else besides apple that could be encouraging a an adoption of some other technology uh
0: right right back in february following that really huge target data breach mm-hmm. um you, you remember the one you know in yep. which 40 million us customers had their cre- credit card information stolen because basically the a- hvac guy didn't have a good enough password security yeah True story. Yeah. Um, so uh, uh, af- after that, Congress, MasterCard, the U.S. Congress, not a company called Congress, mm-hmm. MasterCard and Visa all kind of got together and made a whole lot of buzz about United States credit cards all incorporating smart card technology by late 2015. Mm-hmm. Um, smart cards, of course, are also driven by a form of near field communication technology. And some of the NFC terminals that are currently in circulation are in fact compatible with Google Wallet and Apple Pay and etc. Mm-hmm. So, um, so we have seen more NFC stuff this year. Um, yeah. and I, and I think that, that it might be that those two things together yeah. might drive the whole thing into, an actual state of being uh, by maybe 2016, 2015, 2016.
1: That's going to be the era of NFC finally making its way into uh, the United States. Whereas I'm sure by Europe, they'll be paying by pure thought or something (laughs) at that point. But at any rate, uh, uh, I I also thought it was, I think one of the other things that's been holding it back is that you have all these different competing standards for NFC, you know, Apple pay, Google wallet, There was a big story about CVS and Rite Aid uh, saying they were not going to support Apple Pay. And upon closer inspection, it appears that maybe the reason for that is because they want to promote their own NFC payment called Credit C, something like that, or Currency. I I I just remember reading about it at some point last year. So that's another issue is just just that when you have all these different proprietary approaches to something – some are more open than others, but all of them kind of have a big name behind them, then everyone wants to be that, that guy. Everyone, oh, sure. You know, they want all the payments to go through their system. Of course. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. But it also means But that, can't
0: we all just get along? Right, we, I just want to pay for my stuff. I know.
1: So uh, I get... Uh, oh, I, I've got uh, a defunct NFC chip, which is just as useful to me today as it was last year.
0: Oh, yep. <laughs> OK, my next one was that the PC, including both desktops and laptops, would continue its decline in 2014 as tablets became less expensive and more capable.
1: So very similar to uh, your your um, uh, price over quality kind mm-hmm. of approach. Same sort of thing. Plus, as it turns out, we saw some really interesting trends. Uh, people are starting to hold on to their electronics longer than they, yeah. they used to because these are expensive Things, oh, right? yeah. Yeah. If you're spending five hundred, six hundred bucks on a tablet, you probably don't feel a lot of urge. I mean, if you, unless you have lots of discretionary income, you probably don't feel the urge to go and upgrade every year.
0: Uh Sure. Especially seeing as how um, like like software that you would be using on the Internet, for example, is not advancing quite at the rate that it perhaps was back in the era of the desktop uh, yeah, when it was just PC, coming, yeah, when sure. you know, when when you had when a new game came out once a month, and you were like, "Well, my graphics card can't handle this." Yeah. So.
1: And and I looked into this, and according to Gartner, traditional PCs have in fact they've declined yet again: 296 million units in 2013 to 276 million units in 2014. Now, ultra mobile premium PCs, those super fancy schmancy, sexy, sleek PCs that were going on sale. Right after CES, like two years ago,
0: ultra mobile. Yeah, that's sorry, that's a terrific buzz term. I mean, it's
1: it's like like I think of like the MacBook Air, you know, things that are just super easy to carry around. Supposedly, yeah, yeah. I I say supposedly because I don't have one, so I can't. (laughs) I mean, if someone wants to send me a MacBook Air for me to carry around, Uh, but yeah, those those actually went up. Those sales went from twenty one point five to thirty seven point six. But even with that figure. You're still talking about a net decline.
0: An overall PC decline. And yeah, and I can see something, something like a, like a very sleek laptop like that obviously being a little bit outside the, the area that I was discussing. Yeah,
1: you were looking at the, the general trend as Mm -hmm. opposed to like, well, there's always some segment of the population that, you know, they like the, they like the shiny, shiny.
0: Sure, of course, of course. Um, tablets did see growth, um, from, two hundred and seven million units in 2013 to two hundred and twenty nine million in 2014. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, your prediction was was pretty much dead on. Oh,
0: this was kind of a gimme. I mean, like I I felt like this was a gimme at any rate when I predicted it. Even
1: so, whenever we make a prediction, there's always the chance that someone is going to come along and and turn it on its head. Something that we think is completely obvious and completely like this is going to happen. You never (laughs) know sometimes like a new company comes out and they offer something that everyone suddenly wants for no apparent reason uh girls
0: started wearing their hair inside ponytails again uh,
1: well, yeah okay well you get um two clay tablets oh yeah so here you go it's,
0: oh think they're yeah. a little bit heavy they're a,
1: they're a little heavy I don't know what kind of cuneiform that is, but
0: yeah. Um, and I'm I'm, ge- I'm guessing that I just shouldn't read it out loud. As soon as I figure out how to translate it, yeah.
1: That mm, we ever since we had the old ones come and take over the break room that day, I just don't like to 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 tempt fate. <laughs> it was a it was a rough lunch.
0: It was it was a rough morning, but uh, I really like the smell of seaweed, so yeah. it was kind of okay. Well, I mean,
1: you know, like. 3 people lost their sanity, but in this place who could tell? Right? Ah. Right?
0: And you Ben's get... recovering very yeah, well. Yeah, he's
1: he's doing much better than mm-hmm. we should. All right, Lauren, it's your turn again.
0: All right, I said that uh Windows would essentially get pushed out of the tablet market due to lack of adoption by consumers.
1: Yeah, and uh, according to net market share, uh, again, we had to look at lots of different sources to get market share numbers. Android has about 45.78% of the tablet market.
0: Mm-hmm. Apple has about 44.61%.
1: That doesn't leave a whole lot of percent for anybody else.
0: Uh no, those of you counting along at home will notice that that's about uh it leaves Windows with about 2.13% yeah, of the market and, share. And
1: then other takes up the rest. Yeah. Actually other has more than than, than Windows. Than Windows. Yep. Yeah, but however, that was just one source. If you went to Statista they had very different numbers. They said that Android holds 72% of the market Oof. and Apple 22.3 and Microsoft has a slightly more uh, L- less impressive, depressing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it went up from 2.13 under net market share to 5.7 under Statista. So here's the thing is that uh, net market share uses those web analytics I talked about earlier to look at traffic. And so they then extrapolate from like, well, this number of people. We're using iPads to access the site. This mm-hmm. number of people are using Android. This number of people are using Microsoft. And then we extrapolate from that. I don't know where Statista, uh, how they, how they generate their statistics. So, uh, either way, you look at this and it's telling a story. And the story is that Microsoft isn't also ran, right? Yes. In, in the tablet market. It's, uh, and they had a lot of issues with Windows eight, you know, people having, problems with it people not really liking the design even in the tablet format which it was really
0: meant more for Yeah, it, it was
1: suited for a yeah. touchscreen interface.
0: Much more than it was for a non-touchscreen interface, I, I'll tell you that.
1: I got a Windows 8 machine at home and uh <laughs> and it does not have a touchscreen interface and uh I mean I I like Windows well enough but guess what? I don't use the tiled interface very much. I go to the desktop. So, and part of that may just be cuz that's kind of how I train myself, right? I'm used mm-hmm. to the desktop. Uh, part of it just might be the design is, is, it, it's better for the mouse, you know, point and click approach as opposed to a touchscreen approach. At any rate, uh, you did get that right and, uh, you get a copy of Windows 8.
0: Oh. Yeah. I'm uh, gonna add that to that fire where I'm cherishing that half speed berry Manilow tape.
1: Yeah, sorry. Oh. I mean it's just whatever's in the box. Really. It's okay. We're, we're about to move actually. <laughs> here's here's a little peek behind the curtain at how stuff works. We're we're going to our office is relocating, so we've been packing stuff up, but this is kind of the I think this is just what everyone's junk drawer got emptied into. Uh,
0: Yeah, we've we've had this kind of growing box. Uh, it's got some slime coming out of the bottom.
1: I think that was from that time you and I did that talk on slime.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. That was a good talk. That was
1: a good talk, yeah.
0: Maybe yeah. we should have sealed those bottles. That
1: might have been better than just putting it in cardboard now that I think on it. But yeah. That was a weird day, so we weren't really thinking clearly. At any rate, my next prediction is that we'll see more autonomous car technology incorporated into cars, things like collision detection, parking assistance, that sort of stuff. But there will be no autonomous car on the market in 2014, which was such a gimme that I don't even know why I even made that prediction. (laughs) I mean, the fact that no one would, I don't think anyone would realistically expect an autonomous car to be on the consumer market in any time in the next couple of years.
0: I don't know. I, I feel like there was buzz around the end of last year that you know because we had just seen some of those google prototypes yeah. and people were like it's coming it's coming yeah. tomorrow and yeah it's like no kids like santa doesn't come until you know it's, yeah. you have to calm everyone down a little bit right. and so you tried that's
1: true i maybe, maybe you're being very fair i'm going to say <laughs> yeah maybe it was one, more of a a kind of let's 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 be a little more cautious and yeah and, not pessimistic, but realistic in our expectations, so that we don't get disappointed.
0: Sure, uh, sure. Because you know we are seeing some of this technology being incorporated into, for example, high-end luxury vehicles.
1: And now it's getting into regular cars in the fleet. That's the yeah. cool thing. Like this is stuff that for a while you could only find in the premium stuff, like the the super high end. You know, fifty, sixty thousand dollars. The bends, cars. that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And now you're getting it into the the regular cars that like, uh you know, when I say regular cars, like you're going to go shopping for just, you want a sedan and you're looking at sedans. A lot of them are going to have some of these features built into them.
0: Yeah, your Toyota, your Honda, whatever it is.
1: Part of it is that it's being mandated, right? These things that are being proven to help with with safety are now being mandated to be included in mm-hmm. cars. So that's not like the manufacturers have a whole lot of uh choice in the matter, but it also means... It's adding cost to vehicles. I had Scott Benjamin on this show, and he pointed out how the price of cars has increased faster than inflation alone would explain. Hmm. And part of that is because we're seeing some of this technology incorporated huh. into our cars. Wow. It's driving the car price up. Uh, and, you know, you figure they're making a profit, too. So it's not just the raw cost of the <laughs> of technology. Of course not. No, no. So uh, since I got most of that right, I'm getting uh, it looks like it's a Matchbox car. Aww. Little little Google prototype oh, self driving matchbox. Oh wait, no, this is actually one of the Google prototype cars. They're just oh. that small.
0: Oh, okay. Well, that's fancy.
1: Yeah, no, it is fancy. I mean, I can't drive it anywhere.
0: Well, does it have a tiny little shrunken person in it?
1: Um, yeah, yeah. They just oh. their fingers just right there on the stop button. Do we
0: do we need to feed it?
1: I, you know, I'm gonna have to look into it. I'll see if there's like a a, a guide here. Why don't you take the next one?
0: Sure, sure. Okay, we asked both of ourselves. Whether the PS4 or the Xbox One would reign supreme, we didn't even give the Wii U a fighting chance in this game. Well, to be um, fair,
1: neither did Nintendo.
0: Oh, snap! Wow. Heart sick burn. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I predicted that the Xbox One would wind up being the winner as far as sales go,
1: and I said that they would pre- be pretty much on equal footing by the end of the year. Um, and again, once we get to a point, the fact that uh, that The sales figures are not always shared by both Microsoft and Sony, but from what, what we can see, PS4. Oh
0: yeah. It was, it was, I, I mean, I maintain that at this point last year, I did not imagine that that Sony was going to knock it out of the park the way that they did in 2014. But they, I mean, they, they were such, they were like a dark steam horse. Like they just ran with it.
1: Well, they, they had, they had. Most of the same compelling games that Xbox One had, plus a lot that Xbox did not have. Mm-hmm. So that helped. Oh, yeah. Um, There was more of a focus on gaming for the early part of Sony's uh, approach. And it was only at uh, the 2014 E3 that they started talking about the other stuff. Whereas yeah. Microsoft started the other way around, right? Yeah. They started by talking about, here's all the entertainment things your Xbox can do. And then the next year, they're like, oh, it plays games. So... <laughs> Uh it was kind of an interesting flip-flop in strategies for these two companies. But yeah, PS4 units just sold way more. Now, the gap has been closing. According to the Motley Fool, PS4 sold 13.5 million units in November and Xbox sold 10 million. But um uh, but things may change in 2015. We may see that kind of even out a little more. Um it'll really depend on the the focus that each company gives that that division and i think both sony and microsoft see the value in those divisions but i think sony might pay more attention the the ceo of microsoft i think he he knows that there's value to the xbox division but when you look at microsoft and how much money they make from their productivity software xbox is a drop in the bucket
0: oh yeah so yeah.
1: i don't know that the company overall values the xbox to the same extent that Sony, as a company, values the PS4.
0: I'm getting more and more the feeling that nobody at Microsoft plays games. Yeah. Especially the people who work on Xbox.
1: Either that or they only play Flight Simulator. Yeah. That's the, that's the game that they play. Well, uh, since we both were off on this, we both get. uh Oh, we have to share a Wii U. Oh. Shucks.
0: Well, I'll let you take it for.
1: No, I don't. No, oh. I don't. We'll worry about that later. Okay, so.
0: Uh, maybe my pug will like it.
1: Oh, uh, there you go. Yeah. You know, I, I've seen, I've seen animals play with the little tablet thing on the Nintendo Wii U. We're going to have so many Nintendo fans. First of all, <laughs> yeah. you don't have to worry about it, <laughs> but I'm going to have so many Nintendo I'm, I'm fans. I'm kidding.
0: I'm kidding. If anyone gave me a Wii U, I would totally use it. I'm, I, I'm, I'm really, not sure. I for love wh-
1: Nintendo. Okay. Yes, I can't tell you how yes. many afternoons I've spent playing oh Super Smash Brokers. It's a great game. What? What? It's, that's the one about like Wall Street, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, my next prediction is we'll see a lot more low energy Bluetooth beacon technology in operation at various venues and stores.
0: Uh, this one depends on what you meant by a lot more.
1: Yeah. Uh, it got incorporated into more stadiums and arenas, so it was, it became more of a thing at various sporting venues, but not not as much as I can tell in a lot of stores. Like it, it, it was one of those things that was kind of being talked about at the end of 2013. This interesting idea of having all these little Bluetooth stations set up in your store, so that as you, the consumer, walk around, you get things like uh, coupons for stuff or. You get uh, a notification on, uh, uh, "Hey, you know, you bought this one thing. Here are these other three things that are going to look awesome mm-hmm. with that yeah, one yeah. thing you bought."
0: Uh, yeah, we did a whole episode on that at some point last year. Yeah, we did. We did. And consult um, the internet if you would like to find it.
1: <laughs> but, but as it turns out, it didn't really get a lot of no. um, a, a lot of adoption. So it it was one of those things that, like a lot of technology, you know, it was one of those things that got a lot of talk early on, and it's just taking time to get adopted, whether or not it ever gets rolled out in the larger format. Uh, I think some things that might hold it back again are the consumer experience. If you have to download an app for every single store you go to, that's not a good experience.
0: No, no, not at all.
1: I mean, I'm already at a point like I have a phone that has very low storage. And Mm -hmm. whenever I'm trying just to update the things I already have on it, I get notifications saying you don't have enough storage space to update your apps. And I have to go on there and say, all right, well, what? Am I ready to get rid of now?
0: Yeah, what, what haven't I been to in a year? Yeah. So,
1: yeah. <laughs> like, well, path, goodbye. <laughs> like, four <laughs> squares, see you later. <laughs> so, yeah, um, so since I uh, didn't get that, it looks like, um, I'm getting a blue tooth. Oh. Yeah, it's some, someone's tooth that is. All right. Whoever at How Stuff Works
0: keeps leaving teeth around here. Seek help. Yeah. Preferably outside of this office.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. Because that's just icky. It's super creepy. Uh, my next one was that we will see data collection technology like fitness trackers extend to lots of different tech and feeding that info back to us. Uh, now, we saw a lot of this, particularly with smartphones, uh, especially Android oh, yeah, mm-hmm. Like uh, Google Now is a big one, right, where you do some browsing online. If you are signed into a Google account. And you do some activity online, it gets connected to your if you have an Android phone, to your Android phone. So this can seem creepy or awesome depending upon your point of view and how it is presented to you. There are times when I thought, Wow, that was amazing. And there are other times when I thought, I need to be careful. <laughs> um because I, I research stuff here at How Stuff Works all the time, right?
0: Oh yeah. Kind of really weird things. Yeah.
1: Sometimes some of the stuff we talk about is a little on the weird side. And I've got, I used Google Chrome and I'm signed in. Mm-hmm. So I don't think about it while I'm doing it. I'm just doing my job. And, and so, oh, I, sure, sure. But then I get a Google now thing saying, hey, I know that, notice that you're really interested in blue s- teeth, your blue teeth and squid ink tattoos. <laughs> There's, there's this great Bluetooth squidding tattoo parlor that's three feet away from where you're standing right now and they're looking at you.
0: Go on in there, weirdo. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. We've well, told them to expect you. I'm like, that's a little creepy. We
0: booked an appointment for you. Right. Um, yeah, cause, cause it will do the kind of thing like, uh, like for example, if you have purchased a plane ticket. Yeah. Um, and it knows. Right. Uh, if, if you're a couple hours away from the airport that you are supposed to be at for when that plane is leaving, it'll send you a note like, Hey dude, yeah. you might, you might want to get on that train.
1: Right. Yeah. It'll even give you traffic directions, things like that to say like, in order for you to make your flight, this is what you need to do right now. Uh, same thing for like theater tickets. Like if, mm-hmm. if you've bought them and you use your, your Gmail address as your, the one that you're you know, buying stuff for mm-hmm. um, now that
0: uh, Gmail and Google Wallet sync up.
1: Yeah. Then you can get these sort of messages, too. Uh, now, granted, that was just one implementation of what I was thinking of. I was thinking of also about stuff that gives you like real time usage data, info that you, you know, maybe it's put in the form of a chart or a graph. We've seen some of that, too. Uh, cars are definitely starting to, to use this more and more.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, we saw that start off with things like the Prius where it would tell you how much gas you were using. But now we're starting to see it in lots of stuff. Uh, and we're also seeing it in security systems where it'll give you reports on how many times your front door's been open in a day, that kind of thing. Um, so, interesting. I mean, you know, if, you, if you're if you like parents and you've got kids, then that might be a really valuable thing to say like, oh, is, is Billy home? If not, then do I need to go on the warpath? That kind of thing. Right, right. Um, So we are seeing a lot more of this. So I get a notebook of just data, just raw data.
0: Like ones and zeros? Yeah.
1: I mean, there's some scribbles in here. It looks, I'm pretty sure this is Josh's handwriting. Uh, Huh. Yeah. It says, smells nice. Just next to a bunch of ones and zeros. I'm going to have to run that through a binary okay. translator at some point. I'm not sure if I'm going right. to find
0: what Similar to my Cuneiform tablets, I'm going to suggest that you don't read it out loud once you figure out
1: yeah. no, that's a, how to do so. Good point.
0: Okay. Good point. My next one was that other big companies like Amazon would join the game to provide cloud storage and services, uh, more focus being on the cloud and less on uh, individual devices. Mm-hmm.
1: So... We're seeing uh, a lot of, of cloud services out there. I mean, Google has Google Cloud Platform. Microsoft has the Azure Cloud Services.
0: Uh, right. I, I meant to individuals, not to, I mean, because they already had provided sure. lots of cloud stuff to companies. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And we're starting to see some more of that. We're seeing a lot more infrastructure as a service. That would be more to the the companies. But uh, we're definitely seeing, a, a, you know, maturation of that. Like Google Drive has evolved over the time. And that I use, I mean, we use that here in the office Mm -hmm. all the time. Um, More or less
0: continually. I have way more Google Docs than I really want to think about at any given point in time. I
1: actually am at some point going to have to go and start clearing stuff out because I I think I've reached um, 30 something percent of my full capacity and they give you like 20 gigs of space or something. It's crazy. At any rate, um, uh, so yeah, we've seen this continue on. Uh, You get some cotton candy in the shape of a cloud. Oh. I would warn you, I think this is also from that same trip where we talked oh. about the slime. Huh. That's when Josh Josh yeah, and Chuck that's, that's did that like cloud. Yeah, that's like a year
0: thing. and a half ago. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to put this on the fire pile.
1: Okay. Sounds good. Uh next I said that there would be a huge job opportunity in 2014 for uh big data analysts, not not data analysts who are large,
0: but right. analysts
1: who analyze big, big data.
0: Big big data? Yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, also, a big opportunity for people who can produce infographics, uh, and I was right on this one. And that trend is also considered it's gonna it's gonna keep on uh, getting bigger and bigger. Keep as, on, keep it on. Yeah.
0: Yep.
1: Uh, so the well-paying jobs, I mean, really, really well-paying jobs, because I looked it up, uh, are are opening up as an opportunity for people who have this kind of uh, talent and skill for analysis and presentation of data in a way that's meaningful. So that, you know, when you've got all this raw information, how do you present it in a way that actually makes sense? Recruitment firms say that data analyst positions have been on the rise throughout the year and are expected to continue into 2015. So uh, I get – apparently I get analyzed at some point. Oh. It's just a little coupon. It says, you will be analyzed
0: in terms of data or, like, I psychoanalyzed? want
1: to say yes. Um, I guess I'll find out when it happens. All right.
0: Okay. Well, that's exciting. Yep. Um, the unknown is really cool. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> it's it's only terrifying until you find out about it, and then it can be really terrifying.
0: Right. Okay. Uh, my next one was that Windows 8 won't really make it. Well. As as we have already discussed. Since
1: Windows 10 came out in 2014. <laughs> yep. I mean, uh, Windows did they didn't even go to Windows nine they, went, nope. skip it, nope. they go would it let' let's like it from orbit get as much distance yeah. as we can
0: never mind
1: yeah
0: uh that was I I think I think that was also a gimme but yeah. but what do I get well
1: still I mean it's it's the fact that not just that it didn't make it but that Microsoft actually went forward and released a new version that quickly after I mean this is kind of Vista all over again but Yeah, that's, I think that's even debacle shorter. level. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um according to this, I take back the Windows eight that I gave you. Oh. So you got it, but now it now your gift is the removal of Windows eight.
0: That's that's actually a lovely gift.
1: All right. I'm it's, sorry, it's, Microsoft. The gift, it's the gift that keeps on taking.
0: I'm <laughs>
1: Um My next one is the US will be forced to re examine NSA policies in some way, but that it won't effectively change how things actually happen. Ooh. Yeah I wish, I wish I'd been wrong. Yeah. I really, this is the one that I was like, man, please prove me wrong. Uh, this is absolutely true. In fact, it's so true that in November, uh, there was a bill that was going to actually, uh, uh target NSA surveillance practices. It had passed the, um, the House of Representatives. It had President Obama's backing and it failed in the Senate. So, absolutely right about this. Um, You know, we saw a lot of stories about the NSA surveillance and infiltration techniques throughout the year. Of course, that that was carryover from the previous year. It just mm-hmm. kept on going. And now we even know about their attempts to gain a real presence in global communications, insinuating themselves into various carriers across the world.
0: In the carrier's actual data centers so that they can just lift, just kind of skim information right off the top.
1: Yeah, it's um it's not not an improvement Uh From my perspective. However, I do get one free month of surveillance-free surfing. Oh. That's
0: cool. Yeah. So
1: for one month, the NSA will stop looking at me, according to this card.
0: The next month, will they hunt you down and kill you?
1: They might just look at me twice as hard. (laughs) I don't don't know how. I mean,
0: that's a month away. Real dodgy coupons. I I might not cash those in.
1: (laughs) One free massage from Steve Ballmer. (laughs) That's still in the box so you never know oh, it could pop up okay be careful about any other Microsoft you've got three in a row coming up too so
0: all right um, I, I said that personal and corporate encryption industries would get a boost due to the NSA's surveillance policies
1: yeah and we've seen we've seen a lot of focus from the media, but it, this is really frustrating. It's one of those things where, Despite being told over and over again, hey, guys, this is really important and you need to know about this.
0: Most base level consumers are not changing their behaviors. Yeah.
1: Or aware of it. Even. Yeah. Or it may be burnout. It may be that thing where you're just like you you get to a point where you just say, I can't be angry or sad or yeah. upset anymore because. I've, I've
0: i'm just too overwhelmed yeah, yeah, yeah that's it
1: it's such a huge problem that how do i know about it so it was you know it's certainly from a corporate standpoint this has really taken off quite a bit
0: oh yeah yeah so, um semantic uh which is which is i think the leading security firm in the u.s mm-hmm. yes um announced that it's going to split into two companies so that the security branch and the information manage management branch can operate independently and uh
1: and grow as much as they possibly More can. More
0: powerful than you have ever imagined. Yeah, this, this yeah. is
1: the thing where you know you have a company that diversifies, and then you realize, you know, if we could really focus on just one of these things, we could really blow it out of the water. Mm-hmm. And Symantec is already, you know, that's already the leader in that in that industry. But yeah, now they're talking about with the the split being able to focus even further on it. So let's see. Uh, you get um, looks like this is a lock. It looks like it was originally around part of a bridge. Don't know which one, but uh it's got the initials on it. That's sweet. Here you go.
0: Oh. Thank you. Yeah. I keep getting all the heavy gifts.
1: I you know, I I have to move this box back to my desk when this is over. <laughs>
0: oh, I see so, how this goes. Okay. And I
1: bowled a lot the other day <laughs> and I'm still a little sore and tired.
0: Our our house stuff works holiday party was at a bowling alley. It yeah. is true.
1: By the way, it uh, ended up being Josh Clark versus Jonathan Strickland for six games.
0: Oof, that we, is a lot of bowling. We Goodness. tied
1: three games apiece.
0: Wow. Yeah,
1: so Stuff huh. You Should Know and, and Tech Stuff are equally good. That's what I get out of that.
0: All right. <laughs> oh, what I get out of that is that you guys need to have a death match coming up.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I will be in a bowling alley tomorrow. Huh. So.
0: All right. Um, My next one is that we would see more mobile money management, um, like a rise in the use of Bitcoin and other digital currency, a rise in Square and uh, digital all-in-one cards and et cetera.
1: And this is kind of what we're going to be seeing a lot more of in 2015 because of those mandates that have come down as mm-hmm. a result of those hacks. You know, you mentioned the Target one. There were other ones, too. Home Depot got hacked. Oh, yeah. Kmart got hacked. I mean, so it's it's definitely one of those things that's going to be pushed even harder. Um and uh, just last week, Microsoft had announced that it was actually going to allow people to use Bitcoin for Windows and Xbox store payments, which is kind of incredible. Oh, wow.
0: Like, huh.
1: th- that, I mean, that's a huge vendor saying that's we're going hilarious. to accept
0: Bitcoin. That's hilarious,
1: yeah. Now, the way it works for them is it's kind of like buying Disney dollars in a way. You you can use the Bitcoin to add money to your Microsoft account, and then you can use the money from that account to pay for stuff. You okay. can't You can't just use go. Use it
0: directly? Yeah. Okay.
1: You can't be like, here's a Bitcoin. I want all of those things. Um. And other options like Apple Pay show that consumers are really interested in using digital means to manage money and make transactions. So uh, the coin all in one card is still on pre-order that has not come out yet. But it's one of those things that also got a lot of interest when it first was. Oh, unveiled. certainly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, circumstantially, I have not been to a food cart or vendor booth in the past year that did not have a square.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The, in, in fact, there are a few uh, stores that I've seen that are essentially using iPads
0: and squares. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's cashier. actually a bunch of them around town. So yeah. I'm not sure, again, if that's a local Atlanta mm, thing Morelli's or...
1: ice cream. Yes. Mm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm seeing that a lot more too. I'm even seeing it in things like restaurants and places. So mm-hmm. it's kind of interesting to see because it's a much lower cost than installing a, a, a whole system, system. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So really well done. Uh, you get a bit of a coin.
0: Oh. That's
1: uh, I think this is the, the head's... You don't get the tails. I don't know how they split it. Huh. Yeah. That's oh. kind of interesting. But I it's, like it. It's small. Yeah. Not as heavy. Lightweight. Yeah.
0: I like lightweight okay. things. That's good. I'm lightweight. Uh, <laughs> my next one is that the Bitcoin bubble would burst and, and the price of Bitcoins would fluctuate wild wildly.
1: Yeah. So toward the, the end of uh, 2013, Bitcoin was like near a thousand bucks. I mean, it was kind of crazy. And then... Uh it's it's definitely fluctuated wildly. Uh the the current value is somewhere around the three hundred dollar range. Um when I looked at this the other day, the low point of that date was three hundred and thirty-eight dollars and nine cents per Bitcoin and the high point was three hundred and sixty dollars and seventy-five cents. So you're talking like nearly thirty dollars. Okay, let's say twenty. Like twenty twenty dollar difference in the low to the high. In one day. That's within In a day. In a couple hours. Yeah, that wasn't yeah, even yeah. a full day.
0: Right, right. It um, was like 9
1: a.m. and noon when I looked huh. at those
0: things. Yeah, yeah. And at the height of 2014, it was worth about $950 per Bitcoin. Yeah.
1: And now it's down to around 300 I mean, this was also the year when we saw the Bitcoin exchange, Mt. Gox, the the one that was named after a Magic the Gathering thing. Right. Uh, when, it, when it ended up going bankrupt because it was attacked by hackers who stole 850,000 Bitcoins. 750,000 of those belong to customers. Right. 100,000 belong to the, the company itself. itself yeah. yeah. And wow, that was terrible. Uh, so yeah, you got that exactly right. According to this, you get a share in Mt. Gox. Which that's, been
0: a, that's very useful if I have a time machine.
1: I, I may have put some of these together last year.
0: Maybe if I say that thing on the cuneiform out loud,
1: <laughs> that you'll magically be able to.
0: Maybe uh, it's a time, time. Maybe it's a time machine recipe.
1: Well, we're down to the last couple here. So uh, my next one was that Microsoft's new CEO will, at best, be an effective leader but not an innovator. So we didn't know who was going to be the new CEO at the end of – well, especially when we were recording this, because I think we were recording the predictions episode early in December last year. Yeah. So there was like a whole month that we could have gone through without – that could have messed up our – Yeah, I
0: remember saying a lot of things like anything could happen in the next, say, 20 days, but –
1: You might have already heard this happen because (laughs) this episode will come out much longer after we uh, recorded it. Well, Satya Nadella, who ended up becoming the next CEO, the current CEO of Microsoft – um uh, decided to really kind of refocus the company in a very dramatic way um at one point he actually ended up leading the company through the largest layoff Microsoft has ever had with 18,000 jobs being cut mm-hmm. uh largely from uh, Nokia because they had purchased Nokia and then they decided that it was they needed to refocus um they they really looked at Productivity software being like their bread and butter and looking at ways of moving that toward the cloud um, and to try and make that uh, more effective. He definitely had some missteps in 2014. There was a point where he was in an interview. He said essentially that the best way for women to get raises is not to ask for them, that they would just be getting them based on merit. Maybe, you know. A year or two after when they should.
0: Yeah, uh, I I think that that's absolutely a clever system which has been in place for a very long time and (laughs) it's led to women making seventy five cents on the dollar. Yeah,
1: I um when I when I read that I'm like, well he's definitely not an innovator as far as women's rights (laughs) go. He's he's definitely towing that line. Yeah. Uh, He did some backtracking. He did apologize for his statement. Um, So. I mean, you know, you gotta, you gotta say, well, at least he took accountability for the thing he said, as opposed to just ignoring it. But still, I mean, it was a, it was a terrible thing to say. Yeah,
0: that's that's like a point and a half. That's I'll I'll share part of your year-old sandwich with him.
1: Yeah. Now he did oversee the purchase of Mojang or Mo if you prefer, the com- company that made Minecraft. Uh huh. Right. But uh, and it was a big purchase. But you also, he didn't get um Notch, you know, Notch was the creator of Minecraft. He had left the company at that point. So or he shortly after the announcement he left. So you might wonder whether that purchase like how valuable is it actually because the company hasn't become known for releasing a string of hits. Oh they have right, one it's really incredible just incredible
0: hit. The one that kind of keeps developing yeah. and continuing but So
1: I think I was pretty much right on this and um I, 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 again, I. It's not that I want these companies to, to kind of have issues or whatever. It's just that it was one of those things that I kind of foresaw based upon where Microsoft was, and uh, I was hoping that maybe I'd be wrong, but I think I was right, and it looks like I get a copy of Destiny for Xbox One, but I don't own an Xbox One, so.
0: So you got a frisbee.
1: Yeah. That's what I've got. That's all right. I can I can just, you know, watch Game of Thrones and listen to Peter Dinklage and imagine that I'm playing the game. And uh No wait, that doesn't work. He actually emotes in Game of Thrones. Oh <laughs> mm, see, I can burn other companies besides <laughs> Nintendo. And then my last prediction was that Google would finally figure out what it's doing with Motorola Mobile. Spin it off, question mark? Well, in January twenty fourteen, mere days after this episode the original episode went live. Google sold off most of Motorola mobility to Lenovo, a Chinese company Lenovo, for 2.91 billion dollars. Yay,
0: you so, were right.
1: Yeah, I was I was right. I I, I get a uh, apparently I get a, a mobile made by Motorola from 1997. A little tiny candy bar phone.
0: If uh, if you ever want to cosplay from the Matrix that'll be really useful.
1: Or or later seasons of The X-Files. Oh yeah. 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 I I guess I could be Skinner. That's probably the only character I could possibly oh, you could pass could totally for. be
0: Agent Skinner. That yeah. would be amazing or assistant director Skinner yeah, rather. That, Sorry. I Sorry I Skinner. Imagine. Didn't well, mean to disrespect.
1: Maybe it would be a flashback cuz I'm not as old as he was in the show. <laughs> so I could be when he was an agent and it'll be called Agent Skinner.
0: Oh man, something. I would watch the Agent Skinner show. You know, I kind of would too. Now that I think about it. Yeah. So
1: get on that Fox. Yeah. All right. Well, that wraps up our report card, and uh, as always, our highly scientific grading methodology. Oh yes, uh, I am.
0: I am covered in the ruins of science right now. Yeah,
1: we're. I'll get you a wheelbarrow to take that back to your desk. Thanks. Uh, and the fire pit. So, uh, Lauren, where can people find you now that you are are uh, not on tech stuff every week?
0: well these days as we alluded to earlier, I am on forward thinking the podcast twice a week uh, I did have a cameo in one video episode of forward thinking I was a zombie that was trying to eat Jonathan's brains yeah um
1: I, I vaguely remember that I think only part of my brain was consumed that day oh
0: well, so you've got a lot of them to go around so it's pretty good ah um I'm also on two of our video shows here at how stuff works I'm on what the stuff along with Jonathan and Brain Stuff also along with Jonathan. Yeah. Um so if you would like to find any of those let's see you can go to fwthinking.com brainstuffshow.com and to check out what the stuff you can find the how stuff works YouTube channel. Um yep. it's called how stuff works.
1: Yeah, we we went wild and crazy with that one. <laughs> now all of the all of these series I mean obviously I'm biased because I'm in all three as well. But all these series are fantastic and uh, and they're a lot of fun. So if you are into like I, I describe brain stuff as this is the show that answers the questions you didn't even know you wanted to ask.
0: That's what we're aiming for. Yeah. 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 Uh, it, it's mostly basic science kind of stuff, like like weird stuff about your 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 body or uh, psychology or animals, animals.
1: Occasionally we get into some stuff like uh like linguistics. I just mm-hmm. recently did one about. Uh, the the transatlantic accent. That's the that's the old timey accent you hear all the time.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. That one, that one was a that was a great video. That, that one was came a fun out really one. well.
1: That was a fun one. So we've got those, and go check those out. They're a lot of fun. Hey guys, one more thing. When this episode goes live, I'll actually be in Las Vegas getting ready for the biggest consumer electronics show of the year, CES 2015. If you're also here in Las Vegas, you gotta swing by the Sharp booth in Central Hall to say hi to me and to check out Sharp's ultra-high-definition televisions and other awesome innovations in display. You'll even have a chance to win one of their 2015 line of products. So how cool is that? To learn more about all the exciting things Sharp is doing, follow the hashtag SharpCES. And remember, for suggestions for future episodes, just write me. My email address is at techstuffathowstuffworks.com. Drop me a line on Facebook, Twitter, or Tumblr. The handle at all three is techstuffhsw, and I'll talk to you again, maybe in person, really soon.
0: For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit howstuffworks.com.